Thank you for tuning into Change Matters. We're your host. I'm Salam. And I'm Sandra. And today we are joined by a very special guest co-host, Aditya. He's also a, a peer financial coach at UT Dallas. Welcome, Aditya. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to join in on this podcast about credit. If you're new, Change Matters is a podcast hosted by the Common Sense Money Management Center at the University of Texas at Dallas. As students, we want to promote financial literacy on our campus and make finances more accessible, relatable, and practical for young adults. In today's episode, we will be discussing credit. We're going to touch on credit cards, credit scores, and ways to build your credit. Firstly, Aditya, could you please explain what is credit? Yeah, sure. So the financial term for credit is pretty broad, but according to Experian, credit is the ability to borrow money or access goods or services with the understanding that you'll pay later. So basically, when buying something off of credit, you're not using your own money, you're actually using the lender's money. Yeah, and going off that definition, buying something off of credit is not free money. You are completely responsible in paying the lender on time. If you are late on payments, you may have to pay interest on the amount that you borrowed, which can spiral out of control if you don't watch your spending habits. So please be mindful on how much you use to pay with credit and make sure you have the means to pay the lender back. A common way people can purchase things on credit is with a credit card. You can get a credit card from your bank or from other credit card issuers such as American Express or Discover. Benefits of having a credit card are that majority of credit cards offer cash back and other rewards for when you use your credit card to complete a purchase. These rewards and cash back offers differ from different credit card companies, but essentially when you swipe your credit card on a qualifying purchase, you get a percentage back on what you spent, or you could get benefits, for example, rewards points for travel or gift cards. I personally use my credit card for making online purchases, since it's safer this way. Now let me explain. So with debit cards, when you swipe your card, the money is instantly drawn from your account. Using a, a credit card, excuse me, is safer because if your credit card information was used for an illegitimate purchase, then you can talk with your credit card issuer and you are not responsible for the fraudulent transactions. However, if you are using a debit card, yes, you can dispute the charge, but it may take up to 10 business days to get your money back. And if the fraudulent payment took all of the money that was in your checking, checking account, you may not have enough money to cover your groceries or bills for the month while you're waiting for your money to come back. With credit cards, it is just like what Aditya and Sandra discussed on how you are using the lender's money when making a purchase. So, for example, if I made a purchase using my credit card and um, the, somebody charged the card $1,000, I would be able to see it on my account. However, it wouldn't have taken any money from my checking or savings account. With credit cards, it is different from debit cards because with credit cards, it is a bill that you typically pay around the time your credit card bill is due. With a fraudulent payment, since I have a credit card with my bank, I can just simply call my bank and notify them of the illegitimate charge and still have money in my checkings and savings account. Yeah, and that's why it's very, very important to check your bank statement every day. If you have a credit card with your bank, many banks have a mobile app that you can use to track spending 
or you can go online to check your credit card purchases. Yeah, and another thing to add on to that is with credit cards, you can also build your credit score. So credit score basically lets lenders know how financially responsible you are when it comes to borrowing money. Some of the benefits of having a good credit score are that it allows you to get potentially lower rates for interest rates on loans. For example, things like a mortgage loan or a car loan. To check your credit score, you can look at three credit bureaus, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. All three of these offer free a free credit report each year. Please know that different credit checkers, like the ones we mentioned above, use different credit score ranges. So credit ranges with Experian range between 300 and 850. The TransUnion range is also 300 to 850, but the Equifax range is 280 to 850. Your credit score shows how credible you are to lenders. The higher your score, the better. So credit scores with 670 above are typically considered to be good. 740 and above is con considered to be very good. And 800 and above is exceptional, according to Experian. With a good credit score, you can get approved for loans and possibly a lower interest rate on, um, on the loans that you're borrowing since you have proven to the lender that you're a credible borrower. For example, a person with a 450 credit score may not even get approved for a loan, while a person with a 650 credit score possibly would get approved for the loan. So there are some other ways to build credit, and you don't necessarily need, a need to have a credit card to build your credit score. If you're not interested in getting a credit card, according to Experian, there are actually other ways to build your credit score, like paying by your loans, and also when you pay your bills like rent and utilities, you can ask for credit to report towards your credit score. Just reach out to your utility company or landlord and ask them to report your payments to a credit bureau. It may be possible that these recurring bills can count towards building your credit score. Yeah, with that in mind, if you are late on your recurring bills, this can negatively impact your credit score. So it's best to keep in mind to be on time when paying all of your bills. According to myfico.com, your credit score is 35% payment history, 30% the amount you owe, and you never want to borrow more than 30% of your credit limit, 15% of your credit history, 10% any new credit, and the 10% is a credit mix, like if you have different credit cards, retail accounts, loans, all of these things together can impact your credit score. Yeah, and just to add on to what Sandra mentioned earlier, you don't want to borrow more than 30% of your credit limit. For example, if you have a $1,000 credit limit, you don't want to borrow more than $300 of that. It's best to keep how much you borrow with credit low because, again, this is the lender's money, and if you borrow, let's say, $900 of that, then this could possibly lower your score because you're partaking in financial risky behavior. Even if you pay the $900 off on time, this is still considered a risky behavior. Also, in order to build your credit score, you have to know what's pulling your credit score down. Things like unpaid medical bills, closing your credit card, applying for multiple credit cards are just a few of the things that may lower your credit score. Like we said, um, you're given a free credit check 
every 12 months from each of the credit bureaus that we mentioned, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. So you can access, access your credit report from um, these credit bureaus to see what might be hurting your credit score. So overall with the credit card, you have to make sure to monitor your habits with spending. Since when you borrow something on credit, it's not directly linked to your checking account. You may find that it's best for your lifestyle to use a debit card or use cash instead, since purchasing items with credit can lead people into uncontrollable debt. Thank you for listening to Change Matters podcast on credit. This is simply to inform you on the options that are out there. Please evaluate for yourself on building your credit score is necessary for you. Thank you.